Look, it's a flood. It's a flood. It's flooding. Get away. Quick, we need to get to higher ground. Open the floodgates. Super Bowl Sunday, right? Yes. Super yes, Bowl Sunday, right? it is. Who's your team? Yes, it is. Did you really? You really have to ask? Yeah, I'm asking. You already you. know it's fucking Eagles all day here, baby. Let then why aren't you watching the Super Bowl? You call yourself an Eagles fan? Don't do that to me. What I am is an Eagles fan. What I'm not is paying the NFL to watch the Eagles. Why is that? Because I don't have fucking cable. I'm a millennial first, right? Um, and we are currently recording the podcast, or else, or else, I would be up the road at a bar somewhere right now watching the fucking game. But would you? Oh yeah. No, I got I got invites to Super Bowl parties. And you're like, nah, I have to record the podcast because that's more important. If that's actually your answer, I'm flattered. That's why I asked earlier. I was like, so do you want to go watch the Eagles or do you want to like take a break off recording? I didn't feel like driving anywhere. Um, that's the real answer, right? <laughs> I can do this here. Um, unfortunately, what I cannot do here though is watch the fucking game, um, which I hear is was just tied up. Uh, uh, I don't according think- According to Twitter right now, the Eagles are up. You mean they're rising up and crashing through. Welcome back to the flood, everybody. I am Doc. And this is Ziggy. And we are the flood. Your favorite weekly pop culture digest. Taking our pop perspective. To put culture in context. And making sense of the mainstream. Because if we don't make sense, we don't make dollars. And this week's hit on the algorithm is... Creeping by Metro Boom. Um, And what else is creeping up is that Eagles score in the Super Bowl. Fly high, Eagles fly. Um, we will hopefully back at the end of recording to that does not age like milk by the end of this week. Uh, however, at least by the end of this recording, we should know if it has aged like milk because um, there is only a minute 51 left in the second. If you happen to listen to this when it drops, just know this is for people who didn't watch the Super Bowl and live under a rock and will have not have heard the score by the time this ends. You see, but the great thing is, is this will still be a good equivalent reaction podcast because it will only be a week removed from the actual Super Bowl. Right. So soccer fans, you guys gear it because we'll have all the live updates for you a week from now. Did you um, just say soccer fans? Yeah. All yeah, right. Because those are the only people who aren't going to hear about like how the Super Bowl turned out. You know, that's just to be petty. Well, that's a good transition into one of our staple bits and our first time doing it of the year. Florida versus everybody. Oh, 
from the sky. It's a bird. It's a plane. It's Florida man's Florida man's Florida man's making this the most Florida story of the week. Ooh, are we talking about the beef between Ron DeSantis and Donald Trump? No. Not yet. Not, Not yet. yet. Not yet. Not yet. I have headlines, Six of them baby. For you. Headlines. And I will guess whether the reported, said reported headlines are from Florida or everywhere else. Anywhere about that is bonus points Florida. if he gets where it is from correct. Ding, 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 ding. Let's play. All right. So the first headline, face of Lionel Messi planted in a cornfield. Did you say Lionel? Lionel? Face of Lionel Messi planted in a cornfield. Hey, yeah, go, mate. Go, Lionel. <laughs> Little. The face of Lionel Messi, Messi planted, planted in, in a, a cornfield. Corn so like a corn maze, like a cornfield yeah. maze. Do you think it's like a corn maze or is it just one of those like, ooh, you got to get in a drone to see how everything Yeah, I think there. it's one of the drone things. I mean, those are cool, right? Like I saw one recently where... Um, it's a smiley face in the fall because the trees that were planted are the only ones that like change color or whatever. So it'll be like this big orange smiley face when you fly over it. Yeah. Like that's dope. These aren't crop circles. There's like, also, just like, there's also like that swastika and I think it's, I think it's in a forest in Germany somewhere. Some dude planted like a bunch of trees that like are in the shape of a swastika. Like a different breed of tree yeah. from the rest yeah. of all that's yeah like i guess that i don't shows loyalty you like yeah dude, i don't i don't and if i like remember like a satellite just flag over like 150 years from now trees are like oh right now yeah. germany was a thing no wow, if i remember correctly it's fairly recent too that it was done like not world war ii like in like the 70s or the 80s somebody right so it was like this guy so really there's, digging there's the now a face of Lionel Messi in a cornfield. So is that just going to be the bit now? You're just going to continue to pronounce the, the man's name wrong? Um, the face of Lionel Messi <laughs> in a cornfield. Is this Florida or is this everybody? Uh, this is definitely not Florida because I, I don't know. Actually, there's lots of Cubans in Florida. Um, I, I feel like lots of football faring folk down there um but i'm gonna have to say somewhere else argentina bing 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 ah. boom boom ah ah it is not ah. from florida and it is in fact argentina, argentina. I, just... <laughs> I picked this headline because i was like does he know that that Messi is Argentinian. Yes. Yes, I do. I am what some might call culture. Man cuts microchips out of stolen dogs in underground puppy chop shop. What kind of dystopian Netflix elevator pitch did you just give me just now? <laughs> you need me to read it again? Please? I don't, actually, I don't know. It sounded like very violent. I don't know if I want to hear it again. It was... It, it involved puppies. Like, what kind of... What? Man right, go, cuts give microchips out of stolen dogs in underground puppy chop shop. 
This definitely sounds like some Florida shit. Ding, ding, ding! This um, is Florida! Um, is it like a weird PETA operation where they're like stealing dogs from people and cutting the microchips out of them to set them free? Well, I actually have the article. A4. Orlando officials have revealed details of a stunning statewide puppy theft ring involving what they call underground puppy chop shops. The term puppy chop shop sounds like, sounds like something offensive. And law enforcement has a French bulldog named Bugsy to thank for helping to crack the case. Of course, its name is Bugsy. Anyway, keep going. Perfect name for it. When an armed robber stole Bugsy from the owner at gunpoint. See, puppy, I, I got a picture of Bugsy. Oh, uh, <laughs> I see why they call him Bugsy now. His, his little ears. Bugsy's determined okay. dad, Johnny okay. Mateo, wasn't letting Bugsy go without a fight. Hoping social media could help track the canine. Mateo's posted on Facebook about Bugsy's ordeal, and the tips started coming in. Detectives quickly put together a case of puppy trafficking involving dogs stolen from multiple pet shops. So it's like I was saying, right? They're stealing. Is this like a PETA thing? Is it a PETA thing? Because this sounds crazy enough to be a PETA thing. It's like the dude that fucking just stole the meerkat from the zoo or whatever. And I think it was Chicago. It was either Chicago or Detroit, right? He stole a meerkat and then I guess he couldn't handle the meerkat and he left it in an aquarium somewhere. I think, I, don't don't quote me on where he left it. The case led to a gruesome discovery of a puppy chop shop inside of Orange County home. Deputies say Ronnie Baker and, and Quintavious Williams were stealing high-end puppies from along the Gulf Coast. The duo gave the dogs to Bobby Rivera, who would hastily cut the microchips out of the puppies inside that home. How do you get into Grand Theft Canaan? Right, like how is that, what how what trajectory do you have to take for that to become a career option for you? You see, um, I'm not shocked because the amount of like ex-Florida man. I'm not shocked because designer dogs is like, that's a thing, like if you buy a puppy from a specific breeder, you could be like, a, what you said, a French Bulldog, right? Like them joints, like purebred French Bulldogs can go for like seven grand. Like, I don't know if you know that, the dog game is not like, it's not for the weak hearted, right? It's not for the, the light of pockets. Um, if you really want like some shit that you can brag over and not some shit that you rescue from, although you should rescue from a shelter. The designer dog market is something that uh, I was just watching a YouTube video about puppy mills and stuff like that and how a lot of the puppy mills here on the East Coast are located in like Pennsylvania and they're ran by fucking Quakers and shit. This Grand Theft Canine should go deep. Side. According to the Orange County Sheriff's Office, Rivera had a makeshift operating room inside of the house where he'd remove the legitimate chip and replace it with blank chips, which couldn't be tracked. OCSU said the procedures were often botched and pictures show sloppily stiff wounds. That's what I was gonna say. So was this like some whiz? He like is an ex-vet, but he lost his license because he had like an alcohol problem. I have pictures so now, of people for you to judge. I'll just let me just let me get. Now this. he's gone like Breaking Bad, and he's cutting chips out of. Why do you need to put the fake chip in? 
Do these look like guys who are doing surgical procedures? Um, I feel like that's racist because black people can totally be veterinarians. Just because you've never had a black vet before doesn't mean don't do that during Black History Month. This dude looks like... <laughs> look at his hairline. Okay, the dude at the, the bottom... The dude at the bottom definitely looks like he loves animals, right? He does um, look like he loves animals, but he also looks like he's not like, about no, cutting into nobody, them. Nobody in this can love animals if you're willing to set them on, to steal them first and foremost. That's why I thought it was a PETA thing. I, now, I will say something racist. I've never really seen, like, niggas associated with Do PETA Do they look before. like they do drugs? And I'm saying look at the hairlines. That's fucked up. Like, I mean, what do you mean by drugs? Because if we mean, like, smoke weed, yeah. No, yeah. they look like there's some meth or cracking. Look at the hairlines. Look at the shade and the, and the fucked up faces. We're not going to hairline shame. We're not going to hairline shame. Because when you're busy cutting microchips out of dogs, when do you have time to go see the barber? Despite that discovery, Bugsy was still nowhere to be found. Detectives poured through Facebook posts and found Bugsy. Luckily, Bugsy's kidnappers hadn't taken him to the chop shop yet, and his microchip was still intact, which helped finally bring Bugsy home after months of uncertainty. I'm glad Bugsy found, like, safety in all of this, but what about the rest of the dogs? The article ends after that. Oh, well, I because guess... Because they only care about Bugsy. Bugsy, yeah, I guess that's all we get to know about, right? Um... <laughs> However, that is a very... <laughs> I still, I, I still want to know, like, how do you, instead of selling crack, you're like, no, wait, hold on, I got a better hustle. It's 2023, you got to step your game up. Everybody is selling crack. Everybody is selling drugs now, right? Like, ooh, it's easy to sell drugs, right? But you know where the real money is at? <laughs> anyway, next headline. Six scientists swallow Lego heads for science. This totally sounds like an Onion article headline. One more time, Dr. Seuss. Six scientists swallow Lego heads for science. <laughs> for science, you say? For science! <laughs> Why? I will read the editor's note that's right below it. This episode contains frequent and mildly graphic mentions of poop. Of course. It may cause giggles in children and certain adults. <sighs> of course it's that's that's what it is. Are they trying to see how quickly people pass the Lego head? I think we need to know if this is, is from for Florida, Florida or everybody. No. no, this is somewhere else. This is definitely somewhere else. Can um, you guess where? Who likes to do silly shit? Um, no pun intended. No pun intended for real this time. Colorado? Nope. Damn. I will give you one more hint before I go on to the article. You mean one more guess? Well, well I'll give you a hint and then one okay. more guess. Okay. It is not in the United States. It's not in the United States? But I'll give you one more hint. It was a former British colony. Culture and context, people. Malaysia? Nope. It's like, that's not a British colony. Hong Kong? This was Australia. Hey, yo. Hey, yo, Australia, what is what is going on down there? Down under. That's what they want to know, right? Like, what happens when you swallow the one? Anyway, that was a terrible joke. Edit that out. What's going on, Australia? 
Can you can you please explain? Can you explain further why we're swallowing Lego heads to see how long it takes? Is it to see how long it takes to poop them out? Because who's paying for that? When Dr. Andy Tag was a toddler, he swallowed a Lego piece. Actually, two stuck together. I thought, well, just put it in my mouth and try to see, but try to get it between your teeth, between the little pieces, and the Pause. next thing I know, it went down the hatch. An emergency physician at Western Health in Melbourne, Australia, Andy says he meets a lot of anxious Melbourne. parents who children succumb to this impulse. The vast majority of kids, like Andy, simply pass the object through their simply pass the object through their stool. Yeah. Within a day or so. Still, Andy wondered whether there was a way to spare parents from needless worry. Wait, what? What? What worry? Ooh, is it gonna feel rough when he poops it out? Okay, well, I guess he'll learn to not fucking eat Legos then. Like six doctors devised an experiment. Six and published their results. Six, it took, how many doctors does Each it take? Each of them swallowed a Lego head, says science journalist Sabrina Imbler, who wrote about the experiment for the defector. Pause. They wanted to, basically, see how long it took to swallow and excrete a plastic toy. But I thought we already knew that. See, this is what I mean. This is what happens when you have your tenure and you just have to put out bullshit papers. This is the problem with academia now, This right? is the problem with a lot of right-wingers who are like, you're just blowing the fucking budget. This is this is the problem with academia. Oh no, because they do it on the right wing too, right? They, they just do, they do other dumb shit. Like how many people could Jesus have actually saved on the ark and stuff like that? in defense of my own backhanded argument is more <laughs> a valuable waste of time than figuring out how long it takes to poop out a Lego. What the fuck do you mean? I thought we already knew that. Didn't they say in the beginning, like one to two days? Oh, but what if you're an adult? How long will it take then to poop the Lego out? This so is so stupid. This is so the stupid. Time it took for a gulped Lego head to be passed. The time interval was given a found and retrieved time score, also known as farts. <sighs> this can't be real. This has to be a fake headline. This is totally fake. Andy Tag and his collaborators also wanted to raise awareness I I'm not about even... a few types of objects that are, in fact, hazardous for kids to swallow. Is this the An fake headline? The important one is button batteries the small round wafer-shaped batteries often found in electronic toys. Button batteries can actually burn through an esophagus in a couple of hours. So they're very, very dangerous. Well, yeah, they're very batteries. Very different from swallowing a Lego, a Lego head. head. Yes, absolutely. So how come the six scientists didn't swallow fucking batteries in the name of science? <sighs> didn't that one dude like give himself smallpox to see if he could cure it with mold, right? But these scientists won't swallow a battery? The balls on these niggas. I mean, like, honestly, this is the stupidest. Ooh, you know what we should do? You know what we should spend our grant money on this year, guys? Well, Why didn't you, you are, eat a whole fucking Lego? You are three for three. Three for three today. I really, Impressive. I really wish I got the location of the third one correct though. 
Undertaker aims to introduce Bicycle Hearse. Why would that even be necessary? Why would that even be... That's so fucking extra. So you could have a funeral procession behind a guy on a fucking Schwinn? Like... <laughs> Watch out, body on a huffy coming through. This is Florida. This is not Florida. This is not Florida? Oh, my first miss. I will give you a hint. This location is often associated with bicycles. France? Bingo! I feel like that was a pretty obvious hint. Parisian Undertaker aims to introduce bicycle hearse to you know what? France. You know what? You know what? This feels very French. I don't know why. Don't ask me why, French listeners. If we have French listeners, uh, bonjour, first of all. Um, second of all, why so macabre? <laughs> Undertaker Isabelle Plumero cycled around Paris on a first autumn's day with a bicycle hearse that she hopes will soon bring a new green way of conducting funerals to the French capital. Really? Are Fire, we worried about a carbon footprint? conscious burials are a small but growing trend, and Plumeru says transported the coffin with a specifically designed cargo bike can confer a more down-to-earth place for a funeral. Okay, alright, listen. I get the idea of climate conscious barriers. Because putting people in the ground in mass, as the French know, right, they've got the catacombs and stuff, right? Like the French buried so many people, they were like, oh my God, we don't have anywhere else to put all of these dead people, right? So they dug a cave system <laughs> to bury more people. France's first bicycle hearse makes for low-carbon funerals. Everyone walks at the same pace behind a bicycle hearse. I am We hear not. each other. We oh hear the sounds God, of nature no. around us. We no. hear the wind in the trees, the birds. In my view, this is the best way to console yourself. They're neglecting that you know what else you will hear? The honking of traffic horns behind them. <sighs> right. Um, well, okay, so I assume France probably has better, like, bike systems. Like, we set. already feel bad for being mildly annoyed being stuck behind a funeral possession, possession? Procession. Procession. A funeral possession. <sighs> but you really go, this is how you get possessed, right? Walking in trance behind some dude on a bike pedaling your fucking, like, deceased loved one. And you now, like, can you imagine? Right, imagine the, a the, bicycle no. funeral procession in DC. Absolutely not. It would never work. It would absolutely never work. America, maybe in, maybe in like San Francisco or something like that. But America really doesn't have the bike structure set up for that. Europe is way ahead of us when it comes to uh, commuting via bicycle. This, however, feels a bit over the top. Can I'm you... literally just imagining traffic jams behind this funeral procession and them on their day of grieving being just stuck with. There wouldn't be- Get out of the way, mourners! We don't give a fuck about your dead one. We're late for work. There wouldn't be traffic jams though, right? Because they have the bike. Um, I mean, I get the gag. 
everything. Like, like, but I'm assuming that this would all take place in the bike lane. So it would more be like, it would be more like, bring, 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 bring. Also, you're going to have like the most fucking in-shape mortician. Yeah, no. Oh my God, absolutely, dude. He's got to be like jacked, right? To carry... I mean, not that French people get like super fat. How do you fat. use that as like a pickup line? And be like, I'm super jacked because I bicycle dead people to their final conclusions. Look at you, uh, fucking <laughs> over here. How do I use my job as a bicycle mortician to pick up chicks? <laughs> this totally seems like a snafu Johnny Bravo would get himself into. He accidentally wanders into a funeral home looking or following this chick around who. <laughs> He thinks it's hot, but she actually like works as like the secretary or as like the mortician's like daughter. So Johnny signs up to like be the bike peddler <laughs> so, to impress her. Like I could do it. I'm strong enough for it. Look at these pecs, baby. <laughs> so I got two more for you. Currently, you are three of four of guessing overall Florida versus everybody. Right. But you are three of four in guessing the location you guess the correct location on one of them that you got wrong okay so my average is looking pretty good right now so all right let's let's get let's get it here two lightning more. round two more lightning round man caught having sex with dog destroys nativity <sighs> this is definitely florida. this is florida what the fuck what the Fuck. Is that headline even real? That's not real. No, this one's real. This one is real too. Orlando man went on wow, you've got the article. rampage after he was caught engaged in sexual activity with a dog. So let me get this straight. You get caught having sex with a dog. I and did not. <laughs> and he decides, and he decides to then wreck shit. Like, I didn't even get my nut. Uh, I'm going Hulk mode. After being confronted, Mason became became combative and erratic. He entered the Northwood Presbyterian Church and he broke several potted plants. He also <laughs> knocked over a nativity display thing? before fleeing into another neighborhood. Do you think he plays Legend of Zelda? Mason, afraid <laughs> of terror, continued as he destroyed a mailbox and attempted to steal a car. Oh, he definitely plays RPGs. Officers arrived on the scene and arrested him. He stole him. a car. He, was, he attempted to. <laughs> it was taken to uh, county jail where he faced multiple charges in lewd behavior, two counts of exposure of sexual organs, criminal mischief in a place of worship, and I, sexual activity including animals. I don't like the term sexual organs, not to get off on another tangent, but it's just awkward. I guess that's what else are we sexual parts would probably be better but i i don't know somehow i feel like that's gender bias and somebody's gonna call me transphobic but maybe i should just go ahead and play the harry potter game anyway um <laughs> of course this is florida does it explain why he <laughs> be? why he was having sex with the dog <laughs> no it doesn't i'm not even i completely like scroll past that because i'm just like there is no explanation for that there's never any... I don't even care if you're smoking meth. Like, there is no explanation for diddling a dog. Son, I can't... I can't excuse that at all. All right, what's this last headline? 
man evades police capture for 31 days by living inside of a giant inflatable Lugia. Like, like the Pokemon? Like the Pokemon. Living inside of it? For 31 days. Like that episode of Rocco's Modern Life where Heifer lived inside of the Chunky, is it Chunky Chicken or Chokey Chicken? I, I'm almost certain it's Chokey Chicken. Well, are you certain that it is from Florida or everywhere else? Oh, fair enough. Somewhere else. This is supposedly Florida. What? Or it's fake. What a twist. Or it's fake. This is the fake one. There's pictures. But the thing is, is I How can you live in this? I saw this. I was sent this by Periwinkle. It kind of looks like Periwinkle. <laughs> Just a little bit. No disrespect, Periwinkle. I mean, if you look at it, though, it looks like... Well, it... let's talk about the size of that Lugia. It is possible. Let's talk about the size of that Lugia. It is possible for someone to live in there, but then if you logistically think about it, how would you get inside? How would you reseal it? How would you reinflate it? How would you not run out of oxygen? Right, like, because after a while, you because breathe. you have to poke holes in it to breathe. Like, did you right. like crawl out and then? Would yeah, I guess so. Right, he crawls like, out. All right, so be- I guess a second of critical thought would be able to prove that this headline is fake, but it's pretty hilarious. It anyway, would be hilarious. Second, it's also very cartoonish. Chance, a second chance to prove that it was probably fake was I Google searched the name of the author, Cecilia Smith Schoenwalder, and all that showed up was like a Tumblr and an imager page. And then like Google was like, what you mean? So this is probably fake, but it is attributed to Florida. And the fact that Florida man is so absurd just goes to show that a fake headline can get through with with almost zero critical thought. All right. Well, I see your fake headline and I raise you. Students protest urinal ban in gendered bathroom debate. This is not Florida. No. I, this is fucking Florida. Is that your final answer? Would is that your final answer? No, my answer is this is not Florida. It's not Florida. It's actually New Hampshire. Bingo! Dozens of students walked out of their New Hampshire schools after a district banned urinals in a compromise to a proposal that would have blocked children from using facilities based on their gender identity. The school board decided a few days before the Friday walkout to prohibit students at Milford Middle School and Milford High School from using urinals or shared spaces in locker rooms. The ban in a town of about 15,000 people, roughly 35 miles wide, 56 kilometers, from Concord, New Hampshire, was the culmination of a long debate about district rules and bathroom use and gender identity. So wait, are they banning urinals from gender-neutral bathrooms? Yes. Um, District procedures say students can access the bath that corresponds to their gender identity consistently assessed at the school. The procedure still applies, but the proposal that came before the school board called for no longer allowing students to use school bathrooms and locker rooms based on their gender identity. 
right? So this once again is a compromise to another proposal that would have seen it so that no student could, or, or students who identified as trans couldn't use the bathroom based on their gender identity. I was about to say, um, like, for my, at first thought, I was like, wait, banning urinals? I'm like, wait a second, urinals are like really convenient. But then I had to it's, think, it's like banning gender urinals from gender neutral bathrooms. bathrooms. I'm like, under the okay, new policy, the sense. maximum occupancy for each bathroom and locker room would be capped at the number of stalls it contains. It also prevents students from using shared changing areas. Right, so there is no gender neutral changing area, right? But you still get to use the changing area of your preferred gender identity. Personally, right? as just like a person, I prefer not to change in front of people, period. So that's pretty cool. But if we're talking about like, like the men's room, like I'm expecting to be able to just like go to a urinal and I used the gender neutral bathroom at school like earlier this week and it is all stalls. And I'm like, oh, okay, I guess I just go to a stall. Right, the students um, of Milford Middle and Milford High School though, demonstrated a 45 minute walkout after the decision had been made. Some held signs, at least one of which said, we want urinals. <laughs> and I personally don't see why this is such a big deal. Now, maybe I'm being the woke millennial here. No, I um, would be livid if they got rid of urinals would you, in the men's bathroom. Would, uh, but if we just went to gender neutral bathrooms, right? So we could accommodate two people of transgender. And then there's I mean, the if they just went to like bathrooms. Yeah. And, and, and all right. So here's the thing. Do you want to know why there's no line at the men's room? Because it's efficient. Do you think the urinal is somehow more? How is okay? My my main question is, honestly, how is a urinal more efficient than a toilet? Because of the amount of seconds that takes to like open and close the toilet, it matters. Yeah, but in like a if public, we're talking on a macro perspective, public, and you're talking about a turnover rate, those seconds matter, dude. Public restrooms don't have lids; they have seats, and you could, if you're really talking about efficiency which happens in Do most clubs clean it which happens in most clubs anyway um i can tell you as somebody who has to clean facilities it doesn't matter they all take the same amount of time right Wait, <laughs> girls are messy too uh absolutely um the girls bathroom at the elementary school that i work at currently is way messier than the fucking boys bathroom dog i have the urinals in the boys' bathroom, always covered in piss. It's a urinal. <laughs> At least it's not covered in shit. Is your point that I have two less things that to potentially two less things? Because as you know, as an adult who has been to many clubs and many college campuses, it does not take long before somebody goes, "I'm gonna shit in the urinal." As a matter oh, of fact, damn it, you're right. As a matter of fact, my son was telling me earlier about how people shit in the urinals at his school. So, so your argument still doesn't, it's way more efficient to have toilets because then the, some jackass can't go, I'm gonna shit in the urinal. So what's the big fucking deal? Milford Middle and Milford High? Why are well, we right, so, so 
it's other... another it's another pointless attack on masculinity it takes away the convenience of just being able to whip my dick out except for it doesn't <laughs> i will say that you can put more urinals in a more confined space than you can with stalls yeah but then you sac but do you know how awkward that is it's already awkward enough we don't use urinals to their full capacity. Let's That's be awesome. real. Sports, Let's be real. Sports events we do, man. But but we out also of obligation. Do know the one stuff, out of the one urinal rule. Exactly. We don't use urinals to max capacity. If there are three urinals and they're empty, and you consciously take the middle one, you're a fucking prick. Weirdo. You're a pervert for standing next to me with my dick out, especially when there's no uh, partition here right and then like that's the other thing the partition uh, it, the, i i appreciate the partition of, a, lot a lot of urinals don't now I'm, this is a school right so i'm sure i i would hope that there's at least a partition in amongst the urinals my elementary had the long urinal where like you could just straight up piss at the wall and it yeah. goes all the way down to the floor yeah like those are also weird like how is that more efficient than a fucking toilet how is it please i don't understand <laughs> I don't understand why this is such a big fucking deal. And it also solves a lot of fucking problems, right? Like, you put more stalls in, then you don't have the awkwardness of, like, standing next to or walking into somebody who accidentally turns around with their dick out. I've always identified as a man, so I... I so have I, and I don't see the point of like, urinals. I... I, I I have, have you honestly have, you're telling I, me i bet you i go to more sporting events more often than you do okay but once again and the, how the is it rated a urinal is oh because there's no door to open that's it that's literally it it's there's no door to open because once again as somebody who's been to many a house party and who has seen his fair share of club toilet niggas don't care we won't lift that fucking toilet seat up because we're assuming somebody else is already pissed all over. Or right? if you go into the toilet at CBGBs, you're like, it's probably covered in STDs and cocaine. Yeah, and I don't even want my shoe to touch that. So I'm not going to lift it up anyway. Nigga, why do you care? Why do y'all care? It's just another pointless <laughs> argument to be like, oh, you see what the trans people are making us do now? We're getting rid of our precious urinal. <laughs> Like, I have no hesitation going into a gender-neutral bathroom. I just see the, like, sign, and I'm like, oh, okay, it's gonna be stalls. You piss in a toilet at home? How many houses do you know? Have You've you never been in my house. You don't know that I don't have a standing urinal. <laughs> that was gonna be my next question is, raise your hand if you have ever been to a house called with a, a urinal in it. <laughs> <laughs> Like shit. Like shit. It's also a gender neutral urinal, right? Because ladies, you can piss in the shower too. Everybody <laughs> who's saying they haven't pissed in the shower before is, is a fucking liar. Just make sure you clean your shower. Yes. You nasty bastards, because I know. Or at least for guys, aim directly into the hole. <laughs> ladies can aim directly into the hole too, right? And if you decide, if you, and, and, Pro tip, ladies, um, not not me mansplaining how to pee in the shower to you, but, you know, turn the shower off for a second, run the faucet. <laughs> it's gross. Um, this is very sucio. No, it's 100% true. If you say you've never pissed in the shower, you are a goddamn liar. Yeah. Um, just, just clean your shower. 
you know, regularly. You should be cleaning your shower regularly anyway. It's a fucking breeding ground for bacteria and mold. But, but, to bring it all back, you still haven't convinced me that it's absolutely necessary to have urinals. And I really, really just feel like as, as much as it sucks for trans identifying persons to go through this just to be accommodated, I feel like it is being weaponized against them. And it is just another pointless grasp on the masculinity because getting rid of urinals, the only thing I could see is maybe potentially urinals use less water per flush, right? Maybe, that's it. Maybe somehow, but Republicans aren't even arguing that, right? Like if they, here, here once again, a perfect way to use the left's talking points against them, not that I should be giving you guys coaching points, but you could say urinals are green. They are, because I mean, it just- Do you think- urinals use less <laughs> anyway i'm not gonna google it right now um because it's, it's pointless this is a pointless well, you're a argument. sanitary expert do you use the little puck no we don't because the fucking elementary school kids would probably try to eat it <laughs> do you, i don't know if you've been around like you know fucking like five to ten year olds like five to twelve year olds um, recently yeah um Des might be smart enough not to try and eat a urinal cake. I assume Des is smart enough not to try to eat a urinal cake. However, I, I feel like he would Tom Sawyer another kid. I put nothing past little children. As a parent, I will tell you, no matter how smart you think your child is, never put it past them to do something obliviously stupid. Like why so, did you why did you eat a spoonful of lotion? Got rid of urinals. I'd be like, God damn it! Okay, I guess. Right. Like 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 if they got rid of them, I wouldn't like really. You like, wouldn't rage. I wouldn't is rage. This, is this worth pro? It's like you know it's what this not worth protesting. But you it, know what it's this like, makes me. Grr. Well, I, I guess if you say so, that's fine. It's just gonna be a take adjusting to it's like it's you know why and then, the, and then all of the other people are just like oh you know what i appreciate this privacy you know why this is extra absurd it reminds me of when people protested them closing gyms down during covid by doing push-ups out front of capitol buildings men make a habit out of peeing everywhere yeah. it's one of our bragging rights is we can literally whip it out and go to the bathroom wherever we I desire. I pissed behind a dumpster yesterday. <laughs> so why are people I'm not mad? even lying. I literally pissed behind a dumpster yesterday. So why are people mad that they're getting rid of urinals, nigga? <laughs> when you put it that way, it's really not a bad point. It's, no. Like, it's for so us, stupid. like, it literally is just, like, find a corner, unzip, 30 seconds back. They could literally dig. Okay. Here, I got a solution, and then we'll, we'll we'll go to break after I present my solution. We do the Asian method. We will dig a trough throughout the bathroom, and we will partition it with stall walls. And you just you if you got to do your thing, you either you just squat piss on the wall, you squat, or you piss in the trough. Is it drain? Yeah, you can hit a flush button, and it'll and it'll rush like a line of water 
down all the way down the drain so like yes. while somebody else is there you just they just get to see your shit just go <laughs> like right underneath <laughs> them yes yes absolutely <laughs> that is the punishment right <laughs> so you're always trying to get the top car even more than a roller coaster <laughs> That's funny, right? Because, yeah, then the, like, the last It's stall... like Willy Wonka. Where does he go? No one knows. <laughs> yes, that's it. That's the solution. That, or we just dig a hole and we... How fast does it, like, is it, like, Lazy River? Or is it, like, at a bank drive-thru where you is stick it, it in and it just goes, like, Droof! Is it, like, an Elon Musk Hyperloop tunnel? <laughs> I'd feel weird if like someone else's shit was just lazy rivering <laughs> underneath of me. Would it be weirder if you were pissing or if you were taking a shit, right? And then like your shit just started floating by and somebody else's shit came along. Oh my god. If it's a bidet running from the same water. No, ew no. There would be no bidets here. Yep, no. no, no. Break. Ah, we're Break. never we're never getting that NPR sponsorship. Break. <laughs> You take a sound, any sound, record it, and then change its nature by multiplicity operations. You record it at different speeds, you play it backwards, you add it to itself over and over again. You adjust filters, echoes, acoustic qualities, you combine segments of magnetic tape. By these means and many others, you can create sounds which no one has ever heard before. I'm trying to sing. I'm over here trying to get down to some Lil Uzi Vert, and you over there singing fucking Uncle Cracker. Like, do, do, do you actually know the band? <sighs> this is one of those times. If you do, I'll be proud of you. Sing the sing the song again. Chickity China, the Chinese chicken. He had a drumstick with his brain stopped ticking. Watching X Files on the lights on with a Damn. No, I don't. I Bare don't. naked ladies. Damn it. Damn it, dude. I forgot all about them, son. And like, and I was doing that like fucking- You know who else did? Most people. Yeah, I was doing that like cold reading thing where I was, but I kept getting like three doors down and I was like, that is absolutely not- No, that's that's never a bad guess. That's never a bad guess. No, three doors down would never have made something like that. Not my time. I'm not going to fear. And yeah, I guess at that point. As the Super Bowl is going on, and what is the score currently? The score is currently 27-28 Chiefs with 12-04 Ooh, in the fourth. 27-28 with 12-04 left in the fourth. It was 20. I, I told you yeah, it was right before we started. Right before we yeah. started. Yeah, so that's a touchdown. And, and you were like, oh, it's a blowout. I'm like, no, it's a 10-point lead. No, I didn't Patrick say it was Mahomes. a blowout. I didn't say it was a blowout. I thought you said earlier, I thought you said 44-21, right? And and I thought that was a, that that would have reasonably been a blowout. Don't make me sound crazy, right? Uh, What is crazy is how tight this game is. What else is crazy is Donald Trump. But we already knew that, right? But in today's example of how Donald Trump is crazy, he got Twitter all riled up because uh, I don't know if you knew this or not, but Rihanna was doing the halftime show yeah. at this year's Super Bowl um, in Meek Mill's home state. <laughs> Donald decided he was going to um, 
post the fire hot take to Truth Social and criticize Rihanna because, you, as you know, Rihanna has criticized Donald Trump in the past. I believe she spray painted something on one of his like billboards or something like that during his presidency. Because who's going to arrest Rihanna? So Donald decided to take the truth social and call Rihanna talentless, right? Say if it wasn't for her stylist, then she would be meaningless, as you would have guessed. <laughs> People are trying to figure out how you call somebody who has sold over 2 billion records talentless, right? Like now I will admit that there's a lot that goes into the Hollywood machine right uh the the music industry machine but rihanna but two billion but to call rihanna talent my nigga but we'll get into a little bit more of donald's controversy because as the super bowl is going on there is other things to talk about other than donald trump and rihanna right and some of that believe it or not would be nba news it's actually been great uh, for me personally to see this week leading up to the Super Bowl completely dominated by one of the craziest NBA trade deadlines of all time. Right. We covered last week Kyrie being traded to the Mavericks. Well, which was a crazy situation, right? Like, who would have expected Kyrie going to the Mavericks of all places? Well, I mean, we expected him to go somewhere, somewhere right? But the the but Mavericks was definitely a little bit out of Dallas, field. And you right? Remember, like, I was saying how that trade was built around keeping uh, the Nets kind of a contender around KD because yeah. he's still one of the top five players on the planet. Well, as of us speaking now, Kevin Durant is a member of the Phoenix Suns. <sighs> Phoenix. Phoenix Suns traded Mikael Bridges. Cam Johnson, okay. four unprotected first round picks for Kevin Durant. For I don't Kevin Durant and TJ Warren. And TJ Warren. TJ Warren is a good rotation player. Okay, so Mikael I... Bridges was second in Defensive Player of the Year last year. From what you showed me, it looks like Phoenix is building. They're trying to build a, a, a they, decent they franchise. They are trying to win a championship yeah, within and, right. the next three years. And they were in the finals a couple of years ago, right? Yeah, against the Bucks. Yeah. And then game seven, they were up 2-0. And then in game seven, Chris Paul had that critical fumble of the ball. Right. So KD would be on the team with who else? As Chris a, Paul, Devin Booker, and DeAndre Ayton would be four of their starting mm, mm. So... They so what still, do those stats look like to you? So Chris Paul, he's he's getting he's starting to look old. He's starting to look old. Ooh, ooh, shots Devin fire. Booker, <laughs> Devin Booker is probably the best shooting guard in the NBA. Ooh, okay. So Devin up, with KD. You pair him with KD, who is one of the best all one of the best scorers of all time. A lot of people call him the greatest scoring forward. Of all time, shout out Maryland, shout out PG County. <laughs> shout out to PG County as KD would on his own. That's no a, questions remember, asked. Remember the first time he won his the first Finals MVP. Right. The first Listen. words out of his mouth were, "This is for everyone in PG County." There you go, baby. So let's and now now we out in Phoenix, right, ready and to do numbers. So he didn't sign here as a free agent this week him traded to and then creating 
a super team. Right. And a lot of the criticism against KD is that his Warriors championships don't mean anything because he joined a 73-win team. Yeah, yeah. But, a lot of people have, you know, been taking but the hot is, shots at him they, for that. The Cavaliers that year, the first year, were no joke. Like, the two years that they played the Cavs in the finals were no joke. Those no. teams, like, especially the second year, those Cavaliers were one of the best offensive teams of all time when they still had Kyrie. So, what other news do we have? Because I know you didn't just come with, you know, the Kyrie and the uh, KD trade. Well, we... I mean, there's also the other small little update in the NBA that there is now an all-time leading scorer in the league and that belongs to lebron james (laughs) are we surprised 36 points in the game against the oklahoma city thunder to break the record and broke the record within three quarters so on a fadeaway mid-range jumper toppling the previous champion of uh, kareem abdul jabbar who broke the record listen, held previously listen. by Wilt Chamberlain about eight months before LeBron James was born. <laughs> and that's how long. That's why I asked you to bring that up, because that's how long this it's taken to break this record, right? And LeBron has done it by a margin of... Well, currently less than 100, but yeah. he's done it in... It's more than 100, but less than 200 games played than Kareem. Okay. Granted, Kareem so also had time. four years in college, yeah. which he won the national championship. So Kareem won three national championships. In college. So those are three he, years that he could have been in the NBA. Right. However, I would argue that I don't know if Kareem at the time... Lou Alcindor would be the player when he got to the NBA if he hadn't been coached under John Wood, the Hall of Fame UCLA coach who won about 13 and 13 NCAA championships. You While the GOAT me? debate is never going to go away, you have people who say Jordan in his short career with the 6 0 in the finals. You have people saying Bill Russell right. with his 11 championships. Right. You have people saying Kareem with his six finals and his okay. six MVPs, and previously being the leading scorer. But now you have LeBron James in his, I believe, 20th season, Whew. still performing at an okay. all star starting caliber, right. averaging almost 30 points a game at the age of 38 becoming the all-time leading scorer and now possibly becoming with possibly the chance to become the only player in NBA history to score 40,000 points 40,000 points and that those would make are, him the only player to that, have 40,000 kind of numbers points, are inconceivable 40,000 right? points 10,000 assists and 10,000 rebounds. He's in the top 10 list already for assists as well. So I feel like, to be realistic here, we have to acknowledge the longevity of LeBron James' athleticism. Absolutely. Right? And that's one of the big things in his GOAT debate. So one of the like debates when it comes to being the GOAT, because there's so many different varieties to put into this. 
Who would you want to start a franchise? Right. With? It's like rap who music. Would you wanna, like, who would you want? Are we talking record with? sales? Are we talking lyrical are we ability? Talking a series? Are we talking a single game? Right. And then there's another one where it's if you had five clones of the same player against five clones of another player, which team would win? Like if you had Ooh. five Michael Jordans versus five LeBron James. I think oh, five LeBron James. You think win. five LeBron James could take five? Not if those five Jordans had a group bet on the line. Then there's the other thing. Well, that's hilarious. <laughs> that's hilarious. <laughs> Thank the other you. Thing is, Thank if you. you had to take like five different versions of LeBron, so you could have like high school LeBron who's a right. living spring. You could have her. Okay, hold on. Like Pause it right there. Though. LeBron. You could have Miami Heat LeBron. You could have second Cleveland State LeBron. High school LeBron versus college Michael. College Michael. Like, I mean, at that point, you're talking 17 years old versus somebody who won two national championships at 21. Like, But LeBron got drafted right out of high school. Yeah, but, but Michael also got coached on Dean Smith. Okay, so but let's analyze that right there. Michael cut his teeth in college versus LeBron just jumping straight into the league out of high school makes a difference in their knowledge of the game. I feel like you would have to be like Michael Jordan after finishing his first year in college versus LeBron before he played an NBA game. To make it even? To try to make it even. And at that point, I probably... Now, then who do you take? Then who do you scenario. take? Then but who in do you that take? one, I yeah. would take Michael. You still take Michael, right? So what? If I'm... it's five Michaels versus five LeBrons, I'm gonna take LeBron. So like, if we're talking in their golden years, like if them two niggas was to show up on a court, both of them were 38. So like, I guess LeBron now, LeBron versus, now versus Michael at 38. As a I wizard. would give it to yeah. I would as give it wizard, to yeah. I would, I would give, give it, it to LeBron. LeBron. But I would also say that LeBron benefits from the new advancements in sports medicine, the new advancements in training, the new advancements you know in who recovery. Else does? Tom Brady, who um, the moment next season so a contending okay. team's quarterback goes right. down, he's gonna unretire. So okay, here we go. Now we get to what I was really going to ask you as a Tom Brady stand. Who do you think? I'm not a stan. I just respect greatness. Who do you think is the more premier athlete, LeBron or Tom? You used the word athlete. Yes, I did because they. It is LeBron by a mile. (laughs) If we are talking athlete, it is LeBron by a mile because both of them have intellectually mastered their respective games. Yeah, that's my point. LeBron and, and it's just Tom undeniable that LeBron both, is a better athlete than Tom Brady. You, you I'm not arguing against, but I'm just saying like if they had to run like a triathlon style Olympic LeBron. meet, you still you think LeBron, LeBron is by a mile. killing it in every Absolutely every murdering Brady. However, the analytical intellectual understanding of the game of basketball the floor versus ceiling is lower than in football i would argue that i still think that tom could probably take more physical contact than lebron but then again he's a quarterback 
right? Have and you like, seen they, what LeBron, he's a tank. That's my point, right? Like, see, I said that, and then I immediately thought, oh, fucking Tom is a quarterback and never gets touched, right? Like- People complain that the NFL it, softened its contact rules because of Tom Brady. Right. Where LeBron was just like, no, I'm going to become a fucking brick house. house. Right, right. Like, I feel like LeBron could totally stiff arm Tom and it would be embarrassing, right? He'd stiff arm Tom and it would look like the punter getting stiff arm where he just like goes sideways. Cause didn't LeBron play football for a little while? Yeah, for, the, yeah. for a while they yeah. were trying to even figure out what other sports LeBron could play. Right, like, and they it were would like, be... LeBron could totally be tight end in the NFL. It would be like when Michael retired and went to go play like baseball, but if LeBron went to go play football, I feel like he would actually be much more successful. I feel than like Michael if you asked most football baseball. fans who is more athletic, the tight end or the quarterback, most would say the tight end. Oh, yeah. I mean, most quarterbacks would probably make better pitchers than Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan didn't pitch. Pitch, fair enough. Fair enough. Fine. Fine. He was an outfielder. Five. Also, there was an <laughs> argument that Michael Jordan was a much better baseball player than people give him credit for, considering how well he progressed given yes. the learning curve of yes. baseball. Yes, I know. It is it is a bit of a trope at this point to call Michael Jordan a unsuccessful baseball player when if he was a rookie, he would have been doing like phenomenal numbers. Michael Jordan is a star athlete. But right? I will also say that the act of hitting a baseball is much harder also no it is completely separate to any skill you will use when it comes to playing basketball it is also arguably very strongly the single most difficult thing to do in sports is hitting a major league fastball yeah no i'm not gonna lie like it is it is pretty hard like as somebody who is attempted to play baseball if you look at the math there's a video i can post on our twitter the math behind trying to hit a fastball you mean statistics like the statistical math behind hitting a a baseball like the speed of travel the time that the batter actually recognizes the ball yeah like like what it takes like as a human to like major league hitters almost quote unquote see into the future they're mostly reading where the pitch is going to be based off of the release angle of the pitcher and roughly one third of the amount of time that it takes for the ball to move to the plate because their brain only has the reaction time (laughs) to actually pick up that amount of information and then from there has to extrapolate the location of the ball and hit it yeah yep it is Um, less than a second and no it's it's (laughs) It that is, was a lot, it is, but it's crazy. It is reaction what? time comparable to a fighting game player. And you're moving something at least <sighs> six pounds, at least two feet to make contact with this ball that you is really... The, and how, like, an in circumference? About three and a half inches. Three and a half inches in diameter or circumference? In diameter. Okay. It's not easy. I said that. And from like the I beginning. said before, that um, they, I said it before on a podcast that there is a Hall of Fame baseball player where all he wanted on his tombstone where was 
I batted 300. You know what that means? Seven out of 10 times, he got out. <laughs> That's how fucking hard it is to hit a baseball. Seven out of 10 times. Yeah, no, if you've ever played uh, baseball on Wii Sports, you would know how hard it is to get that. But is that the end of our NBA news? I did want to mention one other thing about the Kevin Durant trade. Okay. Was their new owner, Matt Ishba, actually had total control of the franchise for less than 24 hours before that trade went down. And the reason was he wanted to expedite the whole sale process before the trade deadline so he could trade for KD. That's crazy because Trump is trying to expedite the mudslinging process on Ron DeSantis before the 2024 presidential election even gets into full swing. But we will talk about that after we come back from this break. Frank. Well, I mean, I actually have to have the camera set up properly Speaking of set up properly, Donald is locked, loaded, and ready for all the smoke. Oh, um, it's gonna get sloppy, just like the topic the I have to cover after this. 2024 presidential election hasn't even started yet, and Donald Trump is already clear in the room. Speaking of clearing the room, Donald is trying to make sure everybody who uh, could potentially be at harm stays clear of Ron DeSantis. Over the last couple of weeks, Donald has sent a flurry of truth posts out there suggesting that Ron may be a groomer. That's right. The irony is abundant. That's right. But the homophobe governor of Florida, the reckless gun-toting, out there brazen, presenting whatever kind of policy he can to make headlines and really you know, stake the claim that Florida is the safe haven of conservative logical thought. conservative thought, taking on such noble causes as AP African American history classes. And, so fighting Disney. Right, like, you know, those kids in New Hampshire could have really called on Ron DeSantis for some guidance. But here we the have of being a dickhead some evidence that ron may not be as sanctimonious <laughs> as trump likes to claim <laughs> right because you know trump calls him ron de sanctimonious anyway anyway yeah, yeah, yeah. anyway trump is also calling this nigga um they posted some pictures of Ron from when he was a high school teacher in Georgia partying with some of his students. And I have to say, that looked pretty sus. Pretty as the, sus. As the kids would say. He looks <laughs> like it gives me strong Rod Riggle from 21 did Jump you, Street Did vibes. you see the pictures of him partying with his students? The Philip DeFranco segment had the pictures of him, yeah, some and of it his students. Look good. So you can go check the Philip. Shout out to Philip DeFranco. It 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 didn't look good. 
as somebody who saw the Philip DeFranco segment, it it it, it was it did not look good. It was very sus, as the kids say. Ron was definitely creeping. Um, Big Ron Riggle energy. <laughs> and it it makes me wonder how it's taken so long for that to to come out. Um, but also, <sighs> Peak Donald, right? Like I listen. Going Listen, for the jugular before there's much, even an official run. As much as I dislike Donald Trump and the idea of Donald Trump being president, I do love how messy Donald is. He is not ashamed. It's like that episode of South Park where uh, fucking Honey Boo Boo and Cartman got to mud wrestling oh in their spaghetti. <laughs> Do you think we exist in a timeline where it's a possibility that Donald Trump and Ron DeSantis would actually like, like fist fight each other? Would that be the new Republican <clears throat> debate? That's what I'm saying here, right? Because listen- Do you think that that would have a bigger impact on the Republican vote than an actual Republican no, debate? No, listen to me, because if the mudslinging is already getting this intense, Donald is starting with calling Ron a group. Despite the fact <laughs> he's got pictures with Jeffrey, Jeffrey Epstein, Epstein and Ghislaine Maxwell. This has to end in a fist fight. It has to. Doesn't it? If a nigga, like, okay, as a politician. Well, if, hold on. No, 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 right, no. So no, you're asking no, let me, me cook. as yes, a politician. Yes, yes, As a politician. I totally skipped out on a politician meeting tonight, by if the way. If you were running. <laughs> That's you, how much I care about the podcast. If. If while you were running, somebody accused you of being a group, don't you feel like you might have to fight that dude at some point? I I'd probably just tweet at him. I'd be like, "All dude, right, pick your weapon." So just internet. Oh, pick your weapon. Yeah, yeah. Because you can't call me a groomer. Meet me, meet me in the Klaus's parking lot at this time. Pick your weapon. I have a chain whip. Do you think Ron is going to do the Jay-Z thing? And do you just... think I could beat somebody's ass with a chain whip? Do you think Ron... No, is... answer my question. Oh, my God. Do you think I could beat somebody's ass with my chain whip? Oh, my God. If it came down it's to a, chain... a political shit-slinging contest and I had my chain whip, do you have confidence that I could beat somebody's ass with my chain whip? In the House of Commons, do you think you're going to get your chain whip through? You have to get it through a metal detector. Bipartisan? You have to get it through a metal detector. No, I, I said out in the Klaus's parking lot. That's a liquor store parking lot. So you never answered my question. How likely do you, do you think I could whip someone's ass with my chain whip in a liquor store parking lot? In a liquor store parking lot? Yes. Specifically, Klaus's. It's a chain whip. If you didn't whip somebody's ass, say with they it, have I a would... pipe. It is a chain whip. If you didn't whip somebody's ass with it, I would be thoroughly disappointed. I guess if we're using the word whip. Now, to answer my question, how likely do you think it is that Donald Trump and Ron DeSantis will get into a fistfight? Because. If a nigga starts his presidential run by calling you a groomer, <laughs> you have to fight that man. 
I totally see it within the realm of possibility. Thank and you. I see it happening at WrestleMania. <laughs> no, I don't see it happening at WrestleMania. Vince I, McMahon would be all on board for this. Are you kidding me? He'd you, have his writers set up two different scenarios. So, so so do you think it's going to be a setup thing? Like they're going to agree to fight each other? Or do you think it'll be like a, like a spontaneous thing? Like they'll be having a debate like during the presidential debate. And Donald will be like, whatever, Ron. That's why you like high school girls. And Ron will just launch across the stage like a I fucking think, man. I think it'll be a pay-per-view event where the two of them are wrestling and it is unscripted and they actually go about it and Vince McMahon has two different championship speeches already written. The first unscripted fight in WWE. You guys let Somebody us is going to fight. Donald is going to fight Ron DeSantis. You guys let us know. Do you think it's more likely that Donald Trump and Ron will get Donald into will an hit the crotch fight? and he will fight. Or do you think they'll do some kind of like wild celebrity boxing spectacular event, right? Like I, I don't I don't no, know. No, I want the I, fully unscripted WWE no, fight where Donald I, will kick Rodman's in the crotch and he will mm, bite his ear off. No, I want I want that I want that mid debate spicy like this shit is getting intense. And like one they, of them like just, the trainers show up and put gloves on them? No, no. One of them just lunges at the other Hockey one. fight style? Yeah. Yeah. Like... Grabbing yeah. them by their fucking three-piece suit and just... Like, Bron is like, that's why you lost to Joe Biden and... Donald, Donald would never wear a three-piece suit. <laughs> no, Donald would take his fucking tie off and choke fucking Bron. He doesn't right have to take stage. it off. It runs all the way down below his crotch. Who do you... But the real question that you're evading here is who do you think would win in a fight? The Santas. You think Ron is Washington? Yeah. <laughs> is it the youth? Is it because you think Ron is younger and he's got more energy and more angst than Donald? The youth and the the fact that I'm pretty sure Don, Ron DeSantis think, would be able to kick off somebody who's think, trying to bite his ankles. I think Donald is bigger than Ron. One. Two, I think, are we talking Donald He's also on, in his 70s! I think, are we talking Donald on the Adderall? Nah, it would have to be Donald on full out, on full out blow. No, Don, Don doesn't do blow. He does Allegedly. Adderall. I, mm, I believe that he doesn't. I believe that he is, like, addicted to his prescription. Uh, he takes more than I do. I believe he's addicted to his prescription meth. Yes. Uh, he, he takes more than I do. I'll tell you that goddamn much. Oh, yeah. No, absolutely. I'm sure he's doing, like, you know, what they thought in the 80s on those, like, financial floors aside from the coke. Now, if we were talking 80s Donald, I believe that 80s Donald may have done a bump or two, right, in his spare time because, you know, trying to look cool. Yeah. Like, I think Donald is the kind of guy that did a little bit of coke trying to look cool the same way Bill Clinton hit a little bit of a joint to be like, yeah, guys, you see, I'm not the police. Meanwhile, passing a crime bill act. As I was stating. Culture uh, in context. As I was stating. But Donald has, like, I feel like a pretty clear, like, size advantage. Like, I feel like if... Who do you if think? Donald's game plan is to lay on Ron. This, this fight comes down to stamina, right? 
And Ooh. Ron probably has more. You think Ron has more stamina than Donald? Yes! I don't know, Don is- He had a Diet Coke button! <laughs> Are you kidding me? That's my point. <laughs> Donald has nothing to lose, right? Like, he goes pure- But calories! <laughs> he goes pure berserker, right? In that ring, and like, Donald is totally clawing at Ron DeSantis' face. A fucking oh no, bandit. I'm a thousand percent sure that like Donald is the one bandit. that's fighting dirty. He's throwing crotch shots. He's hitting in the back of the head. Oh, he's, he's absolutely fighting. fighting it dirty. Anybody who would take a fucking pot shot at Rihanna while she's like performing pregnant during the Super Bowl. Is she pregnant right now? And I, there, there are rumors. There are rumors. You know, this is this is a week you know behind, so we'll know I guess by the Who's time. Who's the baby daddy? It's fucking ASAP Rocky. Oh. What do you mean? Well, if we gotta get sloppy, I also have some sloppy celebrity news. <sighs> As if we weren't already sloppy talking about presidential fistfights, right? I really, I really hope. Okay, hold on. Hold on. Before we slide into this, before, to round it out, would you rather watch Donald Trump and Ron DeSantis fight or Joe Biden and Bernie Sanders fight? Ron and Don. <laughs> Ron and Don, for sure. I mean, there's really no question. It's not even a real question. Are you kidding me? It'd be like Ron versus Don. The thriller in vanilla. No, dude. Ron versus Don is a, is, it's a Florida dude versus a New York dude. Whereas, Who wants like, to be a Florida dude? Whereas, like, even though Bernie is from Brooklyn... Right, like Bernie and and Joe Biden fighting is just gonna be a bunch of hey buddy, <laughs> you it's gonna be a lot of chest poking, right? <laughs> there might be a slap, somebody might get choked if it gets intense, but I can't <laughs> didn't imagine what that fight would look like. If we're gonna end on something sloppy, how about no, no. the most recent tabloid? cover material relationship going on in Hollywood and that would be Megan Fox oh and Machine Gun Kelly. That's really what you would I mean listen I guess we're keeping culture in context here and it is all over the social right now. So let's just say Megan Fox posted a very thirst trappy selfie. I mean isn't everything Megan Fox does a little bit thirst trappy? With the caption you can taste the dishonesty. It's all over your breath. Isn't it? I feel like and those are Beyonce And then a picture words. of her burning a bunch of letters, and then a picture of her deciding to follow Eminem. Those are, I believe, those three people that she follows are the only three people that she follows. And Eminem is one of them, and she also deleted, allegedly deleted all of the pictures of her and Machine Gun Kelly off of her profile. Yup. Um, Apparently, Machine Gun Kelly has cheated on his handler. Um, and I say that in the most endearing way possible because- Which is strange considering the second tweet that I sent you earlier, given how abusive MGK seemed to be to Megan Fox, I'm wondering if her decision to pose in front of an anti-human trafficking poster is deliberate. That's a whole conspiracy aspect that I haven't taken into account in this, and I haven't heard anything about him being abusive to her. 
I was going to allude to the fact that when I called her his handler, most recent interviews I've seen with him and her, he seems unhinged. Not just unhinged, but very reliant on her for like grounding and stability. It all like plays back to the Jennifer's body thing to me, and I'm just like, damn, like, is she like draining this nigga of his essence? But that's misogynistic, right? To say that, right? Like, no, it's not. But it <laughs> it is wild to me that as dependent as he seemed to be on her, that he would potentially cheat on her but by her petty reaction on the socials it is very clear that this nigga is fucked up in some way shape or form now let's just get this out of the way megan fox for the first half of the 2010s was like the sex symbol i would argue that she is still a sex symbol well i mean the sex symbol yes michael bay's transformers and that scene in front of the did a whole lot for teenage boys throughout the early aughts (laughs) but megan fox is still ringing bells all throughout aren't the aughts the the 2000s so what do we call the 2010s the tots (laughs) that that feels awkward considering that megan fox posed in front of that human trafficking thing but this is the 2020s the roaring 20s um, and what is currently R-A-W-R. what is currently roaring is the salacious breakup drama that is Megan Fox and Machine Gun Kelly. Now, some of you might ask, is this really news? I would also argue, what do you care about? Because. <laughs> you want to know why I care about this story? Why do you care about this Because story? popcorn is delicious. Uh, I mean, there's almost no better way to end the episode other than one of our traditional, our, our new, newly adopted segments, right? Not a traditional segment, but one we are adopting into our tradition. Soft move or... Boss move. Moving on, it's time for soft move or boss move. Normally, Zig would be the one to bring forth the soft move or boss move. You know, these uh, staple segments are some of his babies for our new listeners. Zig is really the one who uh, brings forth a lot of these staple segments that we bring you guys when it's slow news days. This time, I've got a little soft move for boss move for Zig. And as you know, when I when I come with the heat, it's, it's a bit unorthodox. Yeah. And this is an unorthodox soft move or boss move. It, it's a trigger warning for some of our more sensitive listeners, if we have sensitive listeners who are listening still with us thank you thank you for hanging with us all the way through but this one you know does contain a bit of sexual activity so trigger warning for those that might be concerned i don't know what this headline is adult actress reportedly taken to the hospital after shooting scene that almost killed her. 
Porn star Karen Lee recently revealed in a podcast, the uh, Pillow Talk podcast, that him and Angela White... So this is the male porn star yes, talking about this. Male porn star Karen Lee revealed in an interview with the Pillow Talk podcast that him and female co-star Angela White were filming a scene that once sent her to the hospital. Okay. Quote, I put her into the hospital. This was actually not on purpose. Leave revealed during an appearance on the Pillow Talk podcast. I put her in the hospital and this was not on purpose. Lee, who has self-proclaimed shot some of the most scenes in porn in the porn industry, close to 7,000 by his own count. Pause. If any of you guys are curious, just Google search or Pornhub search his name, K-E-I-R-E-N, Lee. While dis- and then you'll be like, oh, that guy. Discussing his own work in the industry, including the incident with Angela White, he says, I found out two days after shooting that she had gone back home to Australia. Um, she said her stomach was hurting and she was going to see a doctor. Her appendix had burst. Oh, that guy. He said, blaming the position she was in while filming. Her doctor had determined that the injury injury resulting in her appendix bursting had taken place during the scene that she had filmed with Kieran. And my question to you is, that a soft move or a boss move? <laughs> injuring, now, your, injuring your co-star? Uh, Right, and there are a lot of people. Unintentionally, and there are a lot of people. There are a lot of people who are like, "That's very immature, Doc. How could you even suggest that it would be a boss move to accidentally send somebody to the hospital while you were performing a job? Like, if you're playing football and you accidentally send another player on the team to a hospital, is that a boss move? And I would argue, how hard did you tackle them? And I just want to say, you know, that I don't think it's okay to injure anybody. But intentionally, intentionally, is it a soft move or a boss to burst your female co-star's appendix during a performance? I'm going to go with boss move because you're just doing your job. Boss move. Right, because it's not like... It's not like he tried to burst yeah. his, her appendix. Like, no. It's not like he tried to burst her appendix. No, it's not like, you know, he was on some, you know, abusive shit. And, or at least from what I understand based on the interview that was given. It's not like he was on some abusive shit and didn't stop when she, you know, was complaining about discomfort, right? Which is a thing to address, right? And that is why this is a weird soft move or boss move right because some people will be like and some some people will bring to attention that that does happen in the industry especially when you are filming scenes of the more rougher variety right but that doesn't seem to be the case here what seems to have happened was (laughs) this nigga was drilling that shit so hard that afterwards she was like whoo my stomach don't feel right <laughs> I, I gotta go i gotta I was, go back like, to like i'm gonna say it's not like 
He waited there with intent. No, to burst her fucking appendix. Have you ever? Like, uh, I've never. Okay, like. My question I have one question. Was she interviewed immediately after the scene? I have not seen her response to this interview, um, but I do think that it is a wild interview. <laughs> and it is a wild statement. I am looking forward to her response to the statement because, like I said... It's um, hard not to respond to that statement. Yeah, like, somebody putting out there that they burst your fucking appendix. Like, goddamn, like, that's, that's why I'm like... Would you put that on your Tinder profile? <laughs> It's like, Amber, like, like we said, we debated like over Amber the guy Rose, who had he climbed Mount Everest twice on his Tinder profile. It's like Amber Would Rose. Would you put that you burst a girl's appendix on your Tinder profile? It's like Amber Rose sunning Kanye by letting everybody know that she put her fingers. It's like, how do you come back from you know the Amber Rose like shot, right? And it's like, um. I unintentionally burst your appendix. (laughs) How does she come back from it? How does she come back from it? She can call you lots of things, right? She can call you a deadbeat. She can say you never pick up your kids, right? Like, like, why would Angela White need to say anything? She could, she'd just be like, I mean, he's just doing his job. And I put Uh, myself at physical risk. Yeah. Technically. Also, also, no, like, no, not no, even technically, like, actually. Actually, actually, you know, just to let you know for people who don't take pornography seriously and think that it doesn't take real, like, craftsmanship. You for starters, try- when's the last time you had sex that looked like a porn video? Probably a while. For starters. For starters. You think you could handle getting your appendix burst open? <laughs> like, no. Because that is fucking wild. Because for starters, as a straight man... Well, I mean, on also... This also, would be a question for TK. If you think you're really laying it down on the, on the opposite end, as you were mentioning, if you think you're really laying it down, if you've never burst an appendix, are you really laying it down? Women all over the internet are like, absolutely not. Nigga, nobody wants that. <laughs> yes, ladies, I know. Yes, women, I know. I know. Part of me nobody while I, wants Part that. of me while I pull up a comment I literally made on Facebook. Fellas, just in case this- you're listening and you're of the younger uh, part of our demographic, no woman wants that. No woman wants to go to the hospital after her romping. That's not cool. Angela White is probably like, yeah, no, that shit was awful. I never want that to happen again. Um, that That is why it's not really a boss move. If your mission wasn't blown by a 14% dodge rate and a 7% crit rate from a random spear guy and had to reset your game in rage, are you really a Fire Emblem player? <sighs> Ziggy is drawing a through line between porn and Fire Emblem. Which, if you've played the last couple of Fire Emblems, is not that far a reach. And that should be a fair reminder that none, none of, of this, this is normal. normal. Thank you guys for tuning in with us again what for another week. What should be normal, though, is 
buying all of your Pokemon, Flesh and Blood, Yu-Gi-Oh, Magic the Gathering, singles, and card supplies from TokenNTG.com, or check out their store in Edgewater and tell them we sent you. And you guys can find us at the Flood Pod on everything. And, and that, that is on everything. everything. Also, if you want to follow us on Discord, our link is in the Twitter and I believe the Instagram bio. And don't forget to check out our brother and sister podcast, Great No Chase and Fuck It I'm 40. And we'll be back at you guys next week with more pop culture insanity. Deuces. Deuces. Look, it's a flood. It's a flood. It's flooding. Get away. Quick, we need to get to higher ground. Open the floodgates. Wait, why can't we talk about (laughs) black stuff?